everybody, welcome to another episode of The Safe Space. And it's really exciting because every time we start a new episode, I feel like we fluctuate with the amount of people that are coming on. And especially, I'm super excited because this week we've got Hans on, and he's been avoiding me like plague, and I don't know why. I feel like it's probably because he thinks I smell or something, but I don't. Hans, I swear to God, I don't smell. I might, but nobody tells me anything. So, Hans, thank you for coming on. And he's actually, guys, you can't see, he's looking super dapper um, because he's got senior pictures done. And uh, unfortunately, uh, those who are listening, they don't know, we're actually, I was hoping we weren't going to join each other uh, uh, Zoom again, but this week we are actually all of us were joining each other via Zoom because uh, New Jersey is supposed to be hit with a, I don't know if this is supposed to be a nor'easter or some form of storm, but again, but at least with the power of technology, we're going to join each other again via uh, Zoom. At least we can see, I get each one of your beautiful faces. So, Hans, I'm really excited that you're here and you are no longer avoiding me. So. Tell us about your senior pictures. I'm so excited to hear about it, especially that you're looking super dapper. Tell me all about it. Hi. Okay, so today I went to go take my senior pictures, and, well, you know, the normal attire had to be um, white top for guys um, with a black tie and everything, and for girls it had to be a black top, and, you know, I have to look super dashing because I'm Hans. <laughs> you know yes uh but you know uh yeah it's been a pretty great day lately i've been taking some pictures you know with my friends been taking some pictures of my auntie my best friends i got to meet with her after like um like a few weeks or so you know right. i have you know seen her and everything and i got to see her today you know we had so much fun took pictures uh we, we took hilarious pictures <laughs> So exciting. Yeah. So, like, you know, and it's interesting because this is your senior year. Yes. And, you know, and your senior year has been all virtual. And so how is it weird that, like, you're coming in to do senior pictures and you're like, hey, friend, haven't seen you all year, but, like, let's get it done. So what, what was that like? What Tell us about that. Like, tell us, like, how the feeling of the whole thing. Well, it was actually, like, very, very exciting because, you know, I haven't been there in such a long time, you know. It was in the school gym. I haven't been there, like, a whole, you know, I don't know, three months, four months, maybe. I um, God. Well, including summer. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so. like, so, like, how, that tells, like, about it, though, because, like, I can't imagine, like, not, like, as a senior, like, you know, my whole senior experience of, like, being virtual, but like they're like, come take a senior pictures, like that normalcy of it, like like it's like like a normal thing, right? And that was, it was crazy, and you know, but I was really happy to you know be reunited with a whole lot of my friends that I saw there was also taking their pictures. Uh, it was very heartwarming. Like they missed me, and I missed them all very, very, very much. Like the excitingness was just like awesome because i really do miss them and it was like it was very happy you know a very happy moment 
I could tell by your face, and I wish, like, every time we do these recordings, sometimes I really wish people could see how, like, you guys get so animated, and I can see, like, Hans, you're so excited. You're just, like, yes. I am. I definitely am, because, like, I'm feeling good today. Like, I've been ready since last night for this. Like, (laughs) I went shopping for this. Stop! Yes! I really did. Like, I was so happy, like, so excited. I got my clothes right there, like, everything, you know. Right. I was ready. Got my shoes ready. Like my whole fit was just ready there. <laughs> Everything, you know. Got my haircut too. You know? Yes, I can tell you. Look, like you know, it was. Do you think it's because of the fact it was like, it's it's like a normal thing. Like you had to do something. Like I don't. Was it the fact that you got like to? I don't know. And I keep saying normal because this year has not been. Yeah, very true. You know, funny thing about it is, it actually felt normal because the thing about it is, I have this program which I go to. Um, it's called the Scene Hall for Band Program. And the funny thing, the, um, every morning, like, I would wake up like excited for it. Like, every, well, every Saturday morning that I go to it, I wake up like very excited for it. Like the night before. Sorry, that's, that was my computer. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, and what would happen is that I would get my all my stuff ready the night before because I'll be so excited just yeah. to go. It's such an amazing program. It helps, you know, kids with understanding college and everything, you know, pre- getting them prepared for college. It's a great, great program. And, you know, the food is also great. <laughs> Raw food, yes. Yeah, so, you know, um, yeah, I would get ready for that and just the night before and be excited. And then, Today, it felt exactly like that, you know, just like that. And I was just, like, very happy that happened, you know. No, exactly. I'm sure. Because, like, it's, like, one of those, you know, it's, like, one of the very rare, like, normal high school experiences you guys were getting, yeah. you know. I also uh, hope that we have prom this year. Uh, oh, fingers, I don't know. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, we, we really might not. But, you know, uh. That would really break my heart because I've been looking forward to it since like my eighth grade. Since <laughs> 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 so, so, before I was even ready to like go to high school, I was looking forward to prom because all the teen movies. <laughs> I'm sure I remember my prom, so I yeah. totally understand of like the whole prom experience. Yeah, I know. I've been looking forward to it. And I've got a special someone I really wanted to ask to. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? Exactly. Oh, my God. Tanisha's, like, ready. Oh, Tanisha, tell us. Go ahead, Tanisha. Start talking. Because you're, like, ready to jump on this. No, because he said, um, especially someone. So I was, like, you know. Like, like, tell me. Tell me. Whisper. Whisper in my ear real quick. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and then like because some of like actually all of you are except Carissa who graduated because Carissa you didn't get to have a prom, right? Carissa, what happened with you and your prom? We had nothing literally. Uh, the only thing we could do is just well, we had our graduation pictures because they were in December, but the only thing we did is that um we walked to school and we were like in this long line to collect our um was it we just collect like tiny packages i got a shirt um 
the yearbook. Um, and then the following week, I think we had to just go and collect our diploma. So it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say, like, this year has been, like, uh, 2020 has definitely taken a lot. But, but I have to say, and you have to look at the spin of it, but it's definitely taught you guys, if if you're willing to learn, it can really teach you guys a lot as well. Yeah, that's true. Because, you know, um, you find new hobbies to do, you know, new things to do, mm-hmm. you know, new things to learn, like... For example, me, I've been drawing more also, um, and I'm reading some books, you know. I get to connect with my friends on social media. So, yeah, social media definitely plays a big part on this. You know, the sad part is that you were all in class and everything. You can't even see your friends. So sad. But, you know, get through it. Luckily, social media is here for us. (laughs) You know, we can talk to each other and socialize, and well, in a way. <laughs> in a way, yeah. I mean, it's been a weird, uh, yeah, there's been, like, so many pros and cons. And, like, I graduated, uh, I, got, I graduated with my graduate degree this past May. And then my, our president of our university was, like, because uh, they were, like, yeah, you guys were walking? just yet but we were lucky enough that our president was like yeah you guys are walking we just don't know when like we won't take that from you guys um so what they did for us is that um they broke it up in uh sections so they limited the for social capacity like the social so you know they did the whatever the words i have them i just don't know what they are um so, but they did it safely for us. So, like, you know, they they had numerous graduations happening that day, and they spaced it out. They did it really nicely, so we all had our, we were able to walk. But um, I, I graduated in May, and I didn't walk until September. And I was like, by, by, by that time, though, I was like, I don't walk anymore. Yeah. But, you know, but for you guys, though, I, I you know, senior prom, you know, yeah. what about you juniors? Tell me about that. What are you guys thinking? Um, okay, cause so, um, as what Han said earlier about how this has been like, I forgot the word to use, but how we just get new hobbies and stuff like that. Like yeah. me, I've never really cared about my hair whatsoever. So it's really damaged, but you know, starting to take care of it now. Look at you. And uh, um, as social media goes, I mean, that's true because it's there. So it's like when you get, you don't got anything to do but be bored. So you just go on Instagram or read. I read or go on Instagram. It's one of the two. Listen, Instagram has been a great part of this. (laughs) Instagram. It has been a great part of this, you know, because I follow a lot of great people. On Instagram, a lot of inspirational people. But, you know, I get my inspirations from my Instagram. You know, great memes, great memes. You know, so my Instagram is one of one in a one way my source of happiness. You know, one of my sources. You know, of happiness where you know I could just go on and just be happy, be 
screen and scroll and see all these memes and people and vibrational people and spiritual people and vice versa and all of that. You know, it's very yeah. fun. Yeah, that's great. What about the other three that I have on? Uh, for me, for junior, what I'm worried about is that how like different like they're gonna have different presentations like Google Meet on like different colleges and all that, which can be very stressful. Okay. Because this year they've been giving different like presentations that, like I said before, they were really some people, some of them were like really fast. I couldn't keep up with it and all of that. And as juniors, they're not giving that much like attention to like see all those. But we have a lot of presentations to go after and after that, including our classes and all of that. And they're giving us these different programs that can prep us, but we really don't necessarily have that support to like do it now. Okay, so what I'm just want to make sure that I'm hearing right. So like, you guys are not getting, um, they're not spacing out correctly, like the college days and the um, like with on top of the schoolwork, right? Yeah. So yeah, definitely. They like for us, we go to school, we finish school. Mm-hmm. They like put the presentations at least like at least one thirty or two, which is like maybe an hour break, but it's kind of refreshing to if I just put myself to go to the presentation and hear okay. about it. It's a good effort. It's a good opportunity. I'm not gonna lie, it's a good opportunity, but a lot of students really don't have the time to enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's like on top of all the schoolwork you guys have and then you you know, it's almost like you're rushing to Go like you know you want to better your opportunities and then but it's like where do I have the time? You know they think that because you guys are doing virtual that you can just like hop in into a virtual meet, but really on top of the virtual meet you also have time to do you have another virtual meet going on. So like when do you have like do I do this one or do I do this one? Now do they give you guys a chance to? See it? Like, do they record it so you can see it another time? Uh, classes? Okay. Because no. I'm getting like some, like, uh, no. I don't, no, they haven't recorded any of like the, um, like, 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 so far. Okay. Because, like, so, you know, as a, like, I go to, con- like, I, I go to conferences, like, because I can't go to anymore. I can't go to, like in-person conferences, so they've been doing virtual conferences for us. So what they do is they record the conferences, and then if I can't go to one conference, like let's say if I want to go to a one con, like one presentation, and I'm like, oh, which presentation do I want to see? I have access to all, like they record all of them, so I can just say like, oh, I'll watch this one, and then I'll just watch this one on another day. So they don't give you guys that access. No, so I'm getting a lot of head notes. That's not cool. Oh, yeah, but uh, so speaking of colleges, um, last week I got accepted into St. Peter's University. Job, Hans. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, forgetting. I'm gonna do the golf clap. Principal, <laughs> this is the golf clap, everyone. Oh, hey, Chris has the emoji <laughs> class. See, uh, yes. Yeah, um, that is the school. Um, I applied there for nursing, and yeah, that is my major. I am. Going to nursing, trying to 
save people's lives out here. You know. So you want to go to nursing? That's so awesome. And after nursing, um, I will be doing naturopathic medicine, helping people with natural therapy. And, um, so you know, the holistic personal. You want to go holistic? Yeah. Oh my god! You know, I was actually watching a TV show last night called Nurses, and I was bawling like a baby. But we won't tell anyone that, except you know anyone <laughs> who listens to this podcast. Um, that you know, nurse nursing is not an easy job. Yeah, it is definitely not. I, uh, my auntie is um, applying for, uh, has been in school for nursing, and you know she's still in school for nursing, and it's crazy, like the work, the amount of work that she mm-hmm. gets. So, like sometimes I'm there staying up with her trying to get the work that you know, yeah. and it's crazy. It is crazy, but you know what? We have to do what we have to do for the end goal. You know, we'll go for your RN. Don't stop. Go for your RN. Definitely. You know, we have to do what we have to do for the end goal and, you know, live life. You know? Live life, man. Try to save people, you know, bring people up with you in the way, you know. Yeah. That's great. Um, What about um, Amanda and Blessing that are sitting so quietly? What is going on? What is your junior year looking like so far? Yes, I would like Your junior year. Like a planned um, cooking? Yeah, I'm just <laughs> looking at colleges I want to apply for. And okay. that's, that's really it. And just wake up, take my attendance, do the repeat that for three classes, do homework, go to sleep, read, eat, go back to sleep. Okay. It's pretty bland. I don't like it. But I want to go outside. <laughs> Are you like this out the window? Like just staring? Well, I have a balcony, so I just go outside my balcony, but mm. what? It's a very it's this year is lacking so much Christmas spirit, I hate it. it. Doesn't even feel like the Christmas season. I have to agree with you that you know, I I, I I'm feeling but next week we're gonna be talking more about holiday stuff, so those who want to know, I mean, we're going to jump. I know we're jumping a little ahead of the schedule. Um, we were just talking about it earlier. Let's jump by. Um, Chris, can you just tell us what we're going to talk about the next two weeks? Since we're already. Marissa? Okay, so the next two weeks, December 23rd, I thought it would be good for us to talk about. Talk about essentially holiday traditions and how the pandemic has affected the traditions because obviously we have to find new ways to do stuff. There's this is definitely a new normal. We've never done this before, mm-hmm. so it's a new trajectory that we have to figure out and discover. And so I thought it would be great to talk about that. And the following week we can talk about um, New Year's resolutions because every New Year it's always like hopeful and something new and. I don't know, I always wanted to do a resolution and I thought it, we could do it together. That would be really fun. I love that. Yeah. Like a recap of this year. Yes. I am totally for that. Um, so those would love to join us in the next two weeks. I obviously would love everyone to come jump on. I love hearing everybody's New Year's resolutions and things like that. Um, so blessing, tell us what your uh, junior is looking like. 
Mm. Uh, something. Something. I feel. I feel that. Is it? Uh, it's not what you thought it was gonna be. No, it's what I thought it was gonna be. Bad, annoying. Teachers acting like they're the only class you have. Are you finding that with all your classes? Yes. Especially, and then it's like you try to explain to them that you have other classes. You work teaching. It's like, no, I don't care. Do my work. It's due tomorrow or it's due at the end of the day. I don't care that you have other classes. You still have to get my work done. Yeah. Well, loves, this year, um, your junior year will be definitely your hardest year. Um, because for me, it's going through just like my junior year in general before the pandemic it was hard now after the pandemic things started going down like it was crazy this will be your hardest year where you have to work hard me a lot of things happened in my junior year and i was it was crazy it was like you know right after my junior year the summer came and crazier things happened you know I went into a whole state of depression where I didn't want to do more work and everything. And it affected me a lot, trust me. And, you know, you got to keep yourself strong. I'll tell you this. Um, it will be hard. It will be hard. But find, like, anybody who can help you, anybody who can help you, your friends, your family, groups, um, you know, programs, anything that can help you. We the bridge also, you know. Anything that can help you, you should definitely, definitely ask for help because it is not easy. You know, when I I was going through all of it, my friends were there for me. I loved them to the heart because they're amazing. You know, they were there for me, told me this, told me that, you know, because I was in it really, really, really bad, like terrible. So, you know, definitely groups, um, things like that will definitely help you. Me. You know me, says I'll definitely be there to help you, cause I'm always um helping my friends as well. You know, you know, like going to this year, I know it's hard for them, so I try to help them as much as I can, uh, while helping myself also. You know, I try to help them, elevate them. You know, show them that they got this. You know, and if they need help with homework, I'm there. Well, it depends on the type of homework though, <laughs> cause math is not for me. <laughs> But, yeah, you know, English and things like that. If you need help, darling, I'm always here, you know. And I understand how the junior year is, is like, because I've been there, you know. I've been through it. Especially, yeah, maybe chemistry. I've been through it. <laughs> so, yeah, sure. that's my tip for you, darling, you know. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard with you guys. I'm not, I don't envy you. <laughs> I thought my last year in graduate school was hard, but you guys have it rough now. Yeah, you don't have it rough. I mean, I don't. Mm-mm. Uh, Tanisha, what did you say? No, but no motivation to do work, but a pile of work to do. Can you talk about that? Um, basically, it's like there's like no motivation, no whatsoever, nothing. That 
nothing that's there like to actually like help you like push you through all the way so when you see when you see the power work you have to do it's like it's it's a feeling of helplessness for me anyway it's like i gave up before i even tried because it's like i don't nothing in me is saying oh i want to do this no nothing nothing no and then you you blame the teachers but at the same time it's not really their fault because administration or whatever they give them what they have to assign each quarter and i don't understand why they give them so much to assign each quarter yeah talk to my teachers about it they're like oh but i have to give you amount of this and amount of this each quarter and i'm like that's not i don't understand why it gets heavier during stuff that we're not used to we're not used to this exactly we're used to it but we're not but the work gets heavier during this pandemic when everyone's dealing with stuff at the same time that makes no sense yeah and you know i feel like um I they asked me like starting my um senior year, my English teacher asked me this. She, I she gave us like um uh, an assignment to do, which was what do you think would improve the um the pandemic year? You know the pandemic school year. And one thing I thought of was like giving kids like one class where they can let everything out, like when mm-hmm. they can actually talk to the teachers. You know, to the teachers and tell them this is what is going on. Like, this is how it's going for me. Like, like you know, it would be better if you you know change this or change that because learning this and learning that is not helping me this much. You know, like you know, like it would be great to have that one class. You know, maybe in between days. You know, maybe on a Wednesday since we have virtual learning days on Wednesdays. You know, it'd be great to just have that one class that actually tells you, you know, that, that you can talk to your teachers, really talk to them, you know. Though they have tutoring, it doesn't really help, like, you know. Right. Like, yeah. like what we're doing now, you know, we're discussing topics and everything, you know. It'd be great to, for, like, them to have, like, that one class where they can actually do that, you know. Talk right. to the teachers, where the teachers can figure it out with the um, rest of the staff and everything, you know, and the principal, you know. But... You know, I hope that they take it into consideration for next year for you guys. But, you know, this year, we're just going to have to get through it, you know, with the help of friends, family, and whoever else. Yeah. Now you're making some, you guys are making some really great points. I mean, um, Marcus, you actually talked about that. You've been talking about that for a couple episodes now. Yeah. Like, that you feel um, that, keep, talk about it. Yeah, I was doing like um, a lot of things, like motivation to like do different things because they're not really seeing how much, how much like their potential is. They're not getting that support that they need from neither their family or their teachers. And even if like Han said, this tutoring session, students are not going to be like motivated to go there or do any of those things. And we don't have like, we barely get to, we don't even get to discuss what our administration, we don't get to talk to our principal, we don't get to talk to our assistant principals or any of those people in our authority. We don't even get to talk to none of them. We only have our teachers, which gives us the assignments, which some students might not like that particular teacher. And we also have our homeroom teacher, which our homeroom teachers are okay, 
but I think like students are not really awake enough to like to genuinely speak to that homeless person because like for me when it hits homeroom I'm not really my heart my eyes are like almost half shut and I really don't want to do anything in homeroom class so I always try to get enough rest so I can get ready for like first block and everything in my homeroom and I believe other people does that. And also talking about like students not getting rewarded for anything and how like um a lot of students are doing a lot of good things, they're getting the grades that they need to pass, they're doing all this work in a virtual platform. Some students may may think it's tough to do virtual work. Some students may think it's easy but um the administration needs to take to account that um different students have different ways of learning. Students some teachers, they, they have different styles of learning, of giving us work. Some teachers will explain it to us and we might understand it. Some teachers might just give us a video and we might not understand it. And especially in major subjects like math, you can't just keep giving us videos and like just expecting us to get it right off the bat. And we can't just, you can't, you have to like give us different ways of doing this activity. Show your face. If you don't show your face, 
You're not in class, apparently. Yeah. Really? Exactly. They play. You don't show your face. Oh, we're gonna drop your whole middle grade down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see, I, I, I personally experienced this because for my whole room class, I have a teacher, and um, I never saw my camera because it's only for attendance. And you can see, you know, my name on the chat list if you check it for attendance. So I don't see, you know, if there's a reason to. You know, um, my camera because usually eating breakfast. I don't like people watching me while I'm eating. That's weird. I love watching you while you eat. No. <laughs> okay, that's different because no. that's me. I know like, strangers. I don't like that. Right. And I don't know if she's recording or not because some teachers still record without your permission, and they won't tell you. Is that in the syllabus? Is no. I even do. You guys get a syllabus? Wait, wait. Question. I don't remember because it's been obviously been a little bit harder in high school. Uh, do you guys get a syllabus? We get it. No, we uh, actually don't. Well, we have, what do you guys get? Like, how do you, how do you what do you guys get? I don't know. Get, College is called a syllabus. We get a packet and then we have to sign it for like a grade in first cycle, like the first. Okay. And it's like, and if you read it, there's rules and regulations that you're agreeing to. People, kids, they'll read it, and then they'll be mad when the school takes their phone and they can't do anything about it because they signed the packet. And then they make you get a grade for it, so you're kind of forced to sign it. But in actuality, not forced to sign it. I read the packet and I didn't sign it. Yes, I didn't get the points, and it was counted as a test grade, but I was going to sign something that I didn't agree to. Oh, that's not cool. That. That's not cool. They didn't give you a packet this year, so they have no reason to record without my permission. And if it was like, does it say in the packet to record? Not, they didn't give us one this year. So if you're recording and I'm at home and something happens, and I don't want you to see that that certain something is recorded and it's sent out to someone else that I don't know about my permission, then obviously I'm going to have problems. So for my homeroom. Like in my home, I never turn on my camera because I'm walking around with my phone and everything, getting ready for, you know, pushing back my hair. You know who you have for home, though. Jesus Christ. Washing my, you know, washing my face. I have, you know, I'll type in the chat. But, yeah. Yeah, type in the and chat. Don't say it out She said that, um, I didn't have my camera on. I'm always ready for class. I only turn on my camera if it's, like, needed for participation grades. But I still get my participation grades with or without my camera. So, she's always telling me to turn my camera on, turn my camera on. She's always saying, um, she's always saying things like, get out of bed, don't wear your bonnet, that's not professional. Because it's not none of their business. I'm sorry, one second. Mm-hmm. This not, not like uh, something, that's not a bit of their business, to be honest. If you're yeah, naked, it, if you're naked, then sure. Oh, okay. But if I'm wearing a bonnet or something like that, or a scarf around my head, because I do yeah. wear it to class. I do wear a scarf to class, right? Mm-hmm. Around my head, then you cannot tell me that it's wrong. You cannot tell me that it is not for school, because first of all, I'm home, sis. I'm not in school. I love that you're like, <laughs> I'm home, sis. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm not in school. You can't tell me that I can't wear a bonnet. Now, if I don't have a shirt on and that's I'm showing it to everybody else, then that's not cool. That's right. not right to do. Then you have the right to be like, no, 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 uh-uh, go put on a shirt. But if I have something on for my head because my hair looks like a whole mess when I just woke up and I have to be on this camera, then you don't have the right to tell me that I have to go change it or I have to take it off or anything like that. It's not cool. 
the regulations. Yes, right. It's, it's trying to make you guys feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And the school regulations is to actually have a shirt on, you know, have, you know, proper like clothes on. It doesn't say anything about heads or headphones or anything like that. So they can't really say anything about that. Yeah, and I remember she once told me, because we were taking attendance, and she said that you must get, you must be failing all your classes because you never turn on your camera. And I was like, what gives you the right to tell me if I'm passing or failing all my classes just because I don't turn on my camera for homework? And then she got in with like a referral or something. And um, and I stayed silent because I didn't really want to talk back because of issue. Right. I don't think that it would be fair for a teacher to say that you're failing classes because you don't have your camera on. You know, you have other responsibilities. Like when I was in my bio class, I was walking my dogs, and my bio teacher was like, you shouldn't be walking your dogs, and then well, I that's, told her, that's you know, true. you're in class. They're my dog, I'm still in class, I'm still participating, I just can't do the work you want me to do at the current well, moment. Well, okay, that I kind of, that I, 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 that I agree with, because uh, you're, but no, 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 but like, listen, like, I'm, technically, I'm working, mm-hmm. I am sitting, and I'm working. Which is I am. I'm not out and about, and I'm not food shopping. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. That's I. I and I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm. I don't want you to think I'm not like validating your feelings. Because I, I understand. Like, like I understand that it's not right because you're also doing schoolwork. But when I do it, I usually do like in a little interval between classes, and then if. She's like giving us a lecture or teaching us about stuff. I'll do it, and then I don't like walk them like you know around the block for thirty minutes because I don't plan to. Like if my dogs have to pee, I'm not gonna let them pee inside, so I have to right. walk yeah, them outside. That's, that's the thing too. I kind of I understand where you're coming from because thing about it is a lot of us kids nowadays have a lot of responsibilities when we're at home. True. Like, Due to the pandemic and us just being at home in general, but you know, strict parents and all that. Well, some of us are strict parents, you know. I it's hate and things it's like that. very we true. Have th- we have things to do, like in the morning, and then if we have to cook breakfast, we have to cook breakfast uh, while being in class, you know. I get that, you know, if she gives the work, then you get to listen to the work. So if you know, pause the breakfast for like a second, and then get to the work and finish it on time, that you should definitely do. But at the same time, they gotta know that. We are all, we also have a lot of things that we are doing at home also, you know, not to assign so much work, you know. It's it's very true. So like I'm not trying not to validate you guys in that sense because yes, you guys are home and you guys are like like so this is me playing devil's advocate. Because um you guys are you guys are at home and you guys have a lot of work. I'm not saying you guys don't have a lot of work. But like uh because you have to think of the mindset. So if you guys were at school, like, like think about it, if you guys were physically at school, you're not going to go run home and walk your dog. Like 14, 14 times a day, right? Like in intervals. Unless there was like a situation. You know, like I am home and everybody in my house knows to not bother me because technically I am working unless it's a, a dire emergency. Like, Unless someone's head is blown off or someone's hair is on fire, no one knows to bother me. 
because if I am, and I'm like, I feel bad because you guys are really are going through it. You guys are. You guys are, nobody's taken that consideration that you guys have, because I see Tanisha, like, I see what you're saying. Like, if you're home, your parents are going to find you guys something to do. Because it's hard having parents, because you guys, majority of you guys, I'm assuming, are first generation, right? Or are not first generation. Yeah, I definitely. Okay. I am also, I, I am first generation. Okay. Okay, I get that. I totally understand what you're saying in that situation. Um, so that's the thing. Like, I am first generation. I understand in that aspect with, like, it, it's very hard to set boundaries with adults. Yeah. And we, and I, and I get it, because Amanda, it's just you and your mom, right? Huh? You said, and it's just you and your mom at home, right? Oh, yeah. My mom and I, we, we, we won't argue, but we just have disputes. But she always knows she's my mother. Ah, I get that. And especially, it's very hard. It's, um... Especially, like, since you're, like, you're technically still a kid, you can't really refuse, flat mm-hmm. out refuse, unless you want to be in that situation where you're gonna get beat, basically. So, what do you guys do with that? So, that's the thing. Is So, how do we, how do you guys navigate through that? So, how do you guys, you know set boundaries for yourselves and say, like, I'm supposed to be in yeah. school. See, my uncle and auntie, uh, they understand. God, they are amazing. Always. And, uh, you know, they understand that I'm in school. At that, at that period of time, like, they know I'm in school. They're fine with it. It's like, you know you're in school. You know. Right. But, so- you know, have, with my dad. <laughs> so have, yeah. 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 You know, I, act, I actually just went to a PTA meeting. I went to a PTA meeting for the middle school. And they brought somebody in who was, like, telling parents, but, like, when your kids are in school, your kids are in school. Like, leave them alone. And I'm sure that didn't go well. Um, so how do we help – how do we help you guys – as adults, navigate you guys through these situations. Well, for me, it's yeah. kind of like my mom. Like when it comes to that stuff, I'll just tell her, and she wouldn't really mind if I tell her that I'm like doing a test right now. Yeah, she'll say okay, and she won't bother me. Or you know, because she like plays TV, like tells her little super stuff. Yeah, and so I'm fine with that because like it's kind of far. And helps her go to sleep. So I usually tell her like to take that audio book so I can do my work and everything. You know, just to get those boundaries. Mm-hmm. My mom, she does, and she does listen to me when it does come to school, and then she will post papers. So if I have homework to do or she wants me to do a chore, I'll just do the homework first. Okay. So my mom is a little bit better. Okay. Hey, but like with mine. I just stay out of sight. I literally just stay in my room with my door closed. And if okay. I'm going from out of sight, she doesn't see me as, oh, wait, she can do this. Nine times out of ten, if she needs me to do something, it would be for, like, my little sister or my nephew. Because, you know, they're in school, too. And mm-hmm. that messed up. But there's, um, I have a friend.
Okay. And she's recently went through a poverty like this. Okay, so mm-hmm. she she's in school, she's doing a test. And her mom her mom went ahead and do something for her little brothers, basically. She's doing the test, right? But she gets Mind you, her father was just laying in a bedroom, not doing anything. But she has to do it. She gets attitude. She doesn't do it. So she does it. Okay, after after hours, right? She's in tutoring, and then she had to clean up the mess her parents made in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But like, that's like if she didn't do it, she would be the yelled at. She would get mm-hmm. shit and all that. But so like. It's stupid to me. It's stupid to me. Because she ended up up still doing it, though. Right. But because she was hesitant, because she was in tutoring, she got her phone taken away. Mm. Like, she got in trouble for giving them attitude. She didn't give you attitude. She just was doing something. Right. And, yeah. It's hard. And, and like uh, Han said, it's is she, I'm going to ask, is she first is she generation? generation? Or what first generation? I'm going to say first generation. Is she first generation? Yeah, you could say that, I guess. Because it's because usually it's, it, it sounds to me, is someone who's struggling with parents that are um, not, she's dealing with uh, culturally, uh, what's the right word? Uh, cultural dynamics. I guess. You know, and all that, that, that all adds to, like, she, here's the thing, uh, she hmm? Things that you have to do, you definitely need to be there for her. Yes. Always. Be Always. Her because, here's the thing with parents, right? <clears throat> Some parents, not all parents, definitely not all parents, you know, not all parents at all, but some parents, especially like her parents, right, they don't come into consideration of what the child is feeling, yeah. right? And the thing about it is, all of what they do, um, all of what they do to that child, it builds up, it builds up, causes anxiety, depression, um, a whole lot of that. All of that it builds up on you and it causes a lot of depression, anxiety, all of that, all of it, right? And it brings you down, like it brings you down. I'm talking from experience, like experience, experience. Like yeah. things happened to me last year, well not last year, but last school year. In my junior year, going, you know, the, the summer through, it was terrible, it was absolutely terrible. and. I really don't want anybody to have to go through that, but it's sad that people actually do because it's terrible. Like, things that are happening at home, and then you have schoolwork on top of it with add stress. So there's the stress from home, the stress from school, the stress from parents, and it's just all building up and building up, and it's breaking you. Like, it is breaking you. I had, like, trust me, I was broken. When I was tell you, I was broken. Like, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. And, well, 
now everything's better, but you know, it was absolutely terrible. And you definitely need to be there for her as a friend, and you should definitely be there for her because for my friends, I have to be there for them because they, I know that they were always there for me, you know. Oh, they were always there for me when I had to go through all of that. You know, it was it was just terrible. Absolutely terrible, but I am grateful to have my friends, my uncle, my auntie. They were there for me in times of the worst times of my life. Literally, absolutely terrible. You know, there was depression, anxiety, suicide. Well, almost <laughs> suicide, but you know, yeah, there was a lot of that. So I'm still here. I'm very glad about it. I want to be looking so handsome today, more for them. Great. Yeah. Um. I. This. I'm gonna. I'm. We're gonna have to. And I hate to say this because we've literally. Um. We've almost got through a whole hour. Um. Believe it or not. And. Uh. I really have to say I've really loved this conversation we've been having. This has been such. Uh. And it's funny because Chris and I've been texting back and forth. And. Uh. Chris. Have. Do you not agree that like this was such an important conversation we've been having? Most definitely, it's something that attention needs to be drawn to, and I didn't know it was the extent which you guys have discussed. And so, it's very important that I'm enlightened and everyone else who listens to this podcast. And I must say that some of the things you said, I can totally relate to. So, you are not alone, and I'm always here for you, one hundred percent. Yes. Yes. And I want to thank each and every one of you, and for I and I'm so honored every week when you guys come on, and you guys always share your truth and so openly. And I always have to thank you guys, and especially this week, you guys. I really have to say I've really enjoyed this conversation we've been having, and it's been so organic. You know, we came in, you know, we were all talking, we're like, yeah, this is what we're going to talk about this week. And it literally went a whole different direction. And (laughs) I I, like text Carissa and I was like, I know we were supposed to talk about this this week, but I think this was a lot more important. And I really appreciate you guys being so open and talking about this. And um, I, you know, we really could probably go another hour talking about, you know, especially being first generation. Uh, children and the struggles you guys go through, and I think that Carissa, I think we should write that down. I, I don't think people realize like that is truly that as an identity. That's an identity in itself, and people need to hear about that. So I think we're gonna write that down because I really, I think that's a really important topic, and I think people would really should hear that from you guys. And um, and you guys have. Uh, I like words can't explain it. And I'm probably going to cry about it later because I'm feeling really emotional lately. And, um, so, uh, where do I, where do I start? Um, so let's do some last minute thoughts. Uh, you know, I don't know if I could wrap this up in a bow because this topic, I don't think we can wrap it up in a bow and say, okay, it's done. You know, great guys, great job. Uh, this topic is not done. I don't think this topic will ever be done. Um, you know, you guys have talked about a lot of stuff, especially about school, about the virtual aspect. Um, 
mental health aspect about, you know, you guys, the struggles you guys deal with at home, your, the identity struggles you guys deal with at home. So let's do some last minute thoughts. Um, Blessing and Marcus, before we start with that, do you guys have anything to say? Because I feel like you guys have been very quiet this time around and it's very weird and I'm very uncomfortable with it. Oh, I was going to say stuff a couple of times, but kept interrupting. So what I'm trying to say is that for me, hold on, give me a sec. Uh, blessing, while he's talking, Dune, do you have anything? Um, I mean, I understand about almost everyone's point, and the camera thing is not even that the people want us to have our cameras on. Love the fact, and I experienced this firsthand when Mr. Dennis Irvin came into a class and was mad at the teacher because the students didn't have their cameras on. So, it's not them per se wanting to be bad people. I because I feel like most kids look for um what's it called? Review them as them. Yeah, review them as oh you're really blowing me or you're pissing me off. But at the end of the day, you got to realize that they get in trouble when we don't have our cameras on or when we don't participate. So I understand where they come from. And the whole first generation thing, honestly, I feel like parents, they don't want to see your point of view. Because they see it as, oh, you're going to be the first kid in our family to go to college you need to do this you need to do that you can't complain about this you have nothing to complain about but it's like we have so much pressure put on us that we have to complain but it's who do we complain to who do we tell that we can't do this anymore or that it's too much for us to handle yeah because when you have black i'm not even gonna say when you have black parents they put pressure on you and I understand they want you to be great, but you can't do that if you don't feel human. Yeah. If you don't feel that what you're doing counts, because I've had times where I have multiple anxiety attacks and panic attacks, because I don't know what to do. And when your parents compare you, I'm sorry, my parents have compared me to other people's kids so many times. I have cried myself to sleep. I don't think they realize how much that just um discourages you because you're basically telling me that i'm not good enough and that you can't accept me for who i am and that's a lot that's a lot of pressure for you it is and i understand that yes i'm a first generation student to go to college but i'm also a kid you are i'm only 16 i i have enough i have feelings Mm -hmm. yes you do I love my parents more than anything, and I'm grateful for everything that they do for me. But it's like they don't try to understand us, mm-hmm. and I think that's where the whole downfall comes, and why I have anxiety and depression is because my parents don't understand where I come from. I understand where they come from. My dad dropped out of college because he had to help his family when his dad died. 
Yeah. And I understand you came to America for me. You didn't come to America because you wanted to. If it was up to them, we'd still be in Africa. But they came to America so that I can have a bigger education. But I feel like they need to start understanding that we're just kids. We have feelings. And yes, you were kids before, but you're not going through what we're going through. And I think that's where the whole thing, that's where the whole understanding clashes. Because yes, you are our age ones, but you're not going through what we went through. Because it's a whole different generation and you guys are old. I'm sorry, you're old. No, it's so true. You guys are having different struggles now than they did. Yeah. And the, even yeah. if they, but that's the thing, even if they did go through something similar, everything affects everyone differently. Yeah. So, they, it's, it's the whole, basically, understanding portion of everything. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's just nice. Yeah. 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 You guys, you're, you're, like, uh, bless me, but you're hitting it on, I think you're really hitting it on the nail, though. Like, Feelings are very, very real, and your feelings are very, very valid, and you have every right to feel them. Hey, and the funny thing about Lula is a blessing has, has a very, very definite point because uh, I'm gonna say this from my point of view, if not well, from my experience with my dad, right? Um, he doesn't believe in depression. <laughs> he doesn't believe in the, uh, you know, th- th- that my feelings are real, right? You know, as you said, your feelings, my feelings are definitely real, you know. He didn't doesn't believe them or anything like that. So having all them talks didn't really help me much because we do have talks. Because we have to have talks. If we don't have talks, chaos will happen. Communicate, that communication and understanding has to be key. But it's like every time I speak to him, he, speak, he, uh, he hears something and something else comes out like, I don't know, no, but like you know, like the communication and understanding definitely has to be a point between the parents and the kids because you know you gotta understand how your kids feeling, like the things that they're going through. Sure, you may be paying bills, doing this, doing that. That's you. You've lived longer. <laughs> you know they haven't been experiencing all this, all that, and it's all, and especially transitioning from being a kid to. Big and an, an adult that teenage those teenage years, there's gonna be a lot happening. You know, you're changing, you're you're turning more mature. You know, everything like that. For those times, I feel like a parent definitely has to be there for their kids. You know, be there for your kids. Try to understand how your kids' feelings in these times, because. I, they didn't have. They don't have anybody else who will do it for them. If not you, you know. Sure, they have you know friends and everything. But if it's not you, you who's gonna do it? So they're gonna turn to somebody else who will, you know. And it's very sad that things like that happen. And to, to be honest, my relationship with my dad is very much broken. Actually, so I'm sure, some people may say it's terrible. I mean. Repairable, or how do you say it? Repairable, yeah. Repairable, but you know, um, yeah, but I don't think so for me and my dad because he doesn't really try to understand me much in a way, he doesn't really get me. So, you know, by this point, I could just, you know, live my life, and I'm glad I get to say this, you know, I'm glad I get to share this with people who, you know, who understands it. Um, you know, and I'm glad that. This podcast, you know, reaches children who are experiencing the same thing because 
I know a whole lot of them are experiencing the same thing. And I really motivate them to actually listen to the podcast, you know, to understand, to know, you know that they're not alone going through this stuff because a lot of us feel like we're alone going through this stuff. Like, a blessing you brought up a very, very definite point that I'm telling you, it's insane the way that parents feel about kids. You know, they love their kids. That's pretty, that's pretty definitely sure, you know. They love their kids, but the understanding has to be a part of it, you know. The communication, understanding, like any relationship has to be a part of of it. Like, you have to understand understand each other. Like, your kids are, the kids' feelings are important. Um, Yeah, you know, for my last thoughts, I would say that if you guys really need, if you guys, like, need help with depression or anything, that you can always talk to me and the the bridge you know we're always here like we're always here you know i've gone through the same thing that you guys go have gone through i've gone through it and worse trust me if you guys have um suicidal thoughts and things like that trust me i've gone through it it's terrible it's the worst i don't want i don't want it for anybody and i'll tell you what um my suicide was almost jumping out of the window, uh, third story window. And if I did and died, I wouldn't be here right now trying to help you guys as much as I would like to, you know. I wouldn't be here right now dressing up like this. I wouldn't be taking pictures with my best friend in our senior year, you know. I wouldn't be here. And I'm grateful to God and grateful to all my friends, my auntie, my uncle, who are actually getting me here, you know. And yeah, if you guys are experiencing the same thing, I'm definitely here. Definitely. I'm always here. I will be here for you guys, as always. Even if I'm going to college, sure, you can give me a call, listen. I'll be like, all right, I'm with this assignment. Talk to me, sis. I'm listening. Oh, thanks, Hans. We're glad you're here too. And Carissa, that's what she said in the chat. She said, We're glad you're here too. Marcus, I feel like we've been ignoring Marcus a lot. Let's give Marcus some attention. And then, Marcus, give us your last thoughts too. So, what I was about to say is that, like, a lot of parents, like, they're also dealing with if someone has a different, like, belief and all of that, their perspective and all of that, um, how they, um, their gender, their sex life, and everything. I don't think, like, as a parent, you should just be like, oh, no, 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 you can't do it like this. Once I had experience when I heard one of my um, family members stated that, oh, you don't need friends and all of that, and I'm like, okay, that's the way you live. And I heard that in my mind, I didn't say anything. I mean, directly to her, I didn't say anything, but in my, in my mind, I said in my mind that, like, that's the way you live. I don't really care anything. And, because, yeah, they live in a different state and everything. They live, person lives in Haiti. She's thinking, like, oh, I don't have friends and everything. But I see you talking to different people and all of that. So, if you're not calling them friends, then what are you doing? Like, just because, like, you don't specifically have friends that you can, like, you don't rely on, that just means that I don't need to have that too. And also, what I wanted to point out is, like, a lot of things were hard said about family and how, like, you should always have discussion times with family. You should always like try to get things done because what I what I've noticed a lot about like family members, based on who notice, is that they 
they always listen to they um even like for instance if you got into like a fight or anything you'll listen to the teacher which like really wasn't was either present there but didn't pay attention or wasn't even present at all you just stayed there so i really think for like a family to like really get to notice the child see the way they act and all of that even me i had a like in middle school i've been in trouble a lot of times i've been in trouble not a lot a couple of times where i my parents they said, oh, you cannot do this, but, um, yeah, most of the good time, majority of the times I was wrong, but on certain times, like, I didn't know how to, like, deal with the situation, so I was, like, really, I was really pissed off because that person, particular person, was it, I was trying to handle it, like, as peacefully as possible. But that person really didn't want to do it, and like, so I took it into another matter, which caused me to like get really in trouble and all of that. And I tried to tell my like parents that, but I said not in trouble. So I think like, like with our family members, you need to like, especially like during this time, be more communicative. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um. Uh, Tanisha, do you have any last-minute thoughts for us? Me? Yes. Me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry. What happens is, is that the Zoom, my Zoom screen keeps changing, and I'm, like, trying to find where people are. So, I found you. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I think I wrote it in the chat, based off what Han said. Okay. Uh, and do you want me to read it, or you want to read it? I can read it. Yes, go ahead. Okay, so Han said that one thing someone once said is, if you're going to have a child, be ready for them to be different, have a different mindset, different beliefs, sexuality, disability, and everything. Right? So I said yes, because your kids are not you, and some parents have a hard time understanding that. Yeah, that's a true fact. That is a true fact because if you're gonna have a kid, I will always wanna you know tell you know parents that are gonna have a kid, if you're gonna have a kid, don't just be ready, be mentally ready. You have to be mentally ready to accept their different yeah. beliefs, that they're a different person, uh, that they wanna be goth, gay, bisexual, whatever sexuality they wanna be, or they wanna look a certain way. Or they'll have a different belief or so. Like I get, an, an, I understand that you know the that's the belief that your family has been in for years. But if your child wanna have a different belief, you gotta be ready for that because as you can't just you know that child you birthed nine months ago. Now eighteen years later, you throwing him out because he's gay or he he believes in Christianity and you don't. Like it's insane, you know. It's insane you because. It's very insane the things that people have to go through because yeah. their parents didn't really weren't really ready like for a kid, but you know it happens, and so they try their best. Yes, they try their best. But, they you try, know, yeah. They're, they're trying their best, but you know, no, there are certain things that they have to take into into consideration when raising a child, and that's the differentiality between the two. Gotcha. All right, Amanda. Hi. Do you? Hi. Have- 
Amanda, do you, what are your last minute thoughts? Your last minute thoughts about like online, online school and stuff is that it does take a big toll on you, and sometimes you get like really unmotivated, and sometimes you feel like everything is just stressing you out to the point where you start procrastinating like a hundred percent, and it's hard because. When it's online, you really don't really have motivators because there's so many technical issues going on. The overload one that you don't understand, tutoring classes aren't helping. So my advice would be to just find something productive to do, everything that you can do inside to help you keep that motivation to, you know, go to online school and everything. Awesome. Thank you. Carissa, what are your last minute thoughts for us? Definitely. So I can give you guys an overview. I'm really thankful that all of you could join us today. It was very important and I really enjoyed the conversation. But my last minute thoughts is that I have to say the family dynamic and communities, POC communities is very challenging and it's very burdensome on children in particular. So I can say that I completely understand all of your pain, but you have to find your circle, find your group of friends you can relate to. Once you have that, nothing else matters, I'm telling you. Um, and with that, I want to say that you are stronger than you give yourself credit for. Um, you are so strong and just so motivational and incredible. And you guys are going on to make great things. And lastly, what I want to say is school and grades do not define you. So just keep being you and whatever you do, you're going to be successful, I promise. Thank you. Awesome. So um, I'm kind of noticing the time. So I'm just going to like hop on what everybody else said. And you guys are, you know, again, thank you for all that came on and sharing your truth and just sharing everything you guys had to say. And just know that your truth matters, your voice matters. And, you know, what you say is important. And I always say, speak your truth, even if if your voice shakes. So I want to thank everybody for being on. You know, catch us. We kind of told everybody what the next two weeks are going to look like for our episodes. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Google Podcasts. Um, you can uh, also go on our website, theamanisayspace.com. And, you know, subscribe to us, rate us, let us know what you think. There's a section on our website. Kind of, like, share us your stories, share us your thoughts. Let us know. We want to hear from you guys. Like I said, just tell us, you know, if you want to just tell us something. And, again, we won't tell, like, we won't say who you are. We'll just say that you shared your story. You know, especially if you want to share a story about being a first generation, you know, and you're inspired by hearing all our speakers' stories. Um, but, and I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it as well at every time, those who are creative, please give us a theme song before I make up a theme song and nobody wants to hear me bust out a beat. And if I bust out a beat, I'm going to embarrass all y'all and it's going to be scary. So I want to thank everyone for coming on. Thank you for listening. You guys are amazing. Um, just know every day you guys are amazing. Our listeners, you're amazing. Everyone, you guys are important. 
and uh, check us out again next week. Everybody be safe and have a happy week. Thank you, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.